insignificance of man cannot be overstated. And when the things he deems important vanish before his very eyes, and vanity comes face to face with mortality, those who do not evolve will find themselves disconnected from the network. So in the year of Money Money 2020, as Mark II approaches, remember one thing. We told you so. We're right. Welcome everyone to Uppy in the Stash. I'm host Uppy. Um, small room tonight. Uh, <laughs> it's like we're back in the springtime. Uh, see, with me we have Stash. Stash, how are you? Good morning, everybody. I'm here. Okay. Um, fantastic. We have Beardo. Beardo, how are you? <laughs> I'm fan fucking tastic. Sweet. So uh, I'll start with you, um, Stash. What are you drinking? You know what? I'm actually uh, doing some Blue Moons, doing the Belgian Whites today. Uh, they're pretty pretty good on a 45-degree night here in the Inland Empire. And Beardo, tell the, tell the world what you and I are drinking. <laughs> so I, I made a quick little stopover at your house today and uh, picked up some Rainbow Chaser from grains of virtue and so uh this is my first first taste of it and it's it's different it's absolutely different you can definitely taste the uh the marshmallows from the lucky charm cereal it's it's interesting yeah i bought this the the crowlers of it um probably a little over a week ago um it's still good but when it's fresh, I would have to say this beer is magically delicious. Yeah. So a couple of days ago, we were texting back and forth about what we thought was the uh, best beer of 2020. Mm-hmm. And I gave my nod to the 50-50 from, from our good friends over at Dying Breed. And you said this one was a pretty good, pretty good uh, competition to that. I think it's because it's so different. Yeah. Just like one of my favorite beers of last year was like that. Uh, it was called Luminous by uh, I think it's Rusty Rail Brewing and out there in Pennsylvania. And it was like it was a beer that was, it was a golden stout with made of like macadamia nut, cocoa nibs, stuff like that. I swear to you, it tasted like uh, cream soda. And then there was another mm-hmm. one from Timber Creek Tap called uh, it was called a Creek Lantern. And I'm not sure what the beer itself was like, but they rimmed the glass with like sugar and nutmeg. Mm. And because those two beers were sweet and completely different, but amazing, like those are the ones that stick out to me from all mm. the amazing beers I had. And we've, we've had a shit ton of great beer this year too. So I think the uniqueness of the Rainbow Chaser uh, Marshmallow IPA is probably what stands out the most. But that's also what I like about the 50-50 Creamsicle Sour because – um, I could go get a four pack of that and have one every day and not feel guilty. Mm-hmm. And, and it was just a well done beer by around the horn. And uh, who are those other people? Um, Our good friends at Dying Breed. They haven't done much new beer lately. So I was like, 
You know what I mean? Like, well, they've got such a good lineup. Why create more new stuff when you've got such good beer on tap? Yeah. Well, you got to create that hype around a certain thing. Like, like how I am. I'm still mad they haven't brought back Mulligan yet. Oh, yeah. It's not there. It should be there. I will probably rush out to Oakdale the second it's available again. <laughs> <laughs> hint, hint. Hint, hint, wink, wink. <laughs> Joey. Joey no, I, I, I did have a 50-50 every day this week, and it was I didn't feel the least bit guilty. I actually looked forward to to it. It was I woke up in the morning and thought, you know, having a 50-50 tonight. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, it was it was a good week. So I really enjoy that 50-50. This, yeah, this is good. This Rainbow Chaser is good, but I would choose a 50-50 over it every I, time. If I were you, I would make um, the choice to get something that's fresh and drink it fresh and then reevaluate. But I found a liquor store called Creekside Liquor. Um, they have two locations, one in Oakdale, one in Waterford, California. And the one in Oakdale is like, a walk like a hop skipping a jump from grains of virtue so mm-hmm. i can go to grains of virtue get my crawlers of delicious beer and then walk over to creekside and get the four packs of 50 50 and it's like one-stop shopping yeah not that i don't want to go to dying breed but one less stop the better because <laughs> that little drive down oakdale uh oak oak I forget Oak Drive, Oak Road, whatever it is there in Oakdale. Um, coming in from Riverbank area, you you go down River Ave and then like you see all like the Trump houses. Oh yeah. And it's like, oh wow. I wonder what that giant ass sign did to your property value. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we will talk politics real quick before we get into football. But we had a fun, quick topic that was inspired by a brief conversation Beardo had with little Uppy today. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> we're gonna put you on this. We're gonna put you on the spot stash because you don't know what it is. Uh, yeah. Quickly, favorite cereal. Favorite cereal. Um, and there's only good. one real choice here, so you better get it right. Yeah, you know that's that's hard because like if I was is there an adult? I, yeah, when, yeah, yeah. Well, but because even even when even even no even when I was younger, I still liked this cereal, and I was always pissed that my you know my parents never bought it, and it was always the um, honey bunches of oats with the, the strawberries in it. But but. If I'm going to indulge myself and I'm going to eat that fucking cereal, it's, it's mine. I, it, it, oh, it has to be like Fruity Pebbles. Mm. Yeah. I get it. That's not a bad choice. Yeah. Not terrible. I mean, not terrible, but that's what I would go for. And funny, one thing I noticed as an adult, uh, like cereal gets soggy way faster than it's mm-hmm, when we mm-hmm. kids. But I also find that I don't mind that as much either. I hate it more. <laughs> really? <laughs> Interesting. The, the, the mouthfeel. Uh, well, yeah, right, when, right. when you don't have any more teeth, you're going to appreciate that. <laughs> I have a good dental plan. I'll have the best. He's going to become your really good friend when you don't have any more teeth, too. Yeah, I will. <laughs> <laughs> 
the best part is. Oh, I should have just. Oops. Really, you don't have to edit know that. what name. Enjoy is. that. Yeah. At least it happened early. So. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, I'm gonna say it before uh, Beardo can. My favorite cereal of all time is Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh, good. The one true cereal on this planet. Good choice. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. That is the right answer right there. And not too long ago, I had um, uh, a student. It must have been for my birthday last year. A student brought me um, Rice Krispie Treats made out of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Mm -hmm. Best thing I've ever eaten in my life. So Cinnamon Toast Crunch is the best cereal in the world. I want to give a special shout out to Booberry. I have a soft spot in my heart for Booberry. Booberry. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Dude, I can't even remember the last time I've had Cinnamon Toast Crunch. It must have been like, and I was like, it must have been when I was, dude, yeah. You are going to get your ass up tomorrow and go straight to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get your yeah. There's box. there's a little there's a little market down the street, so I don't have to actually go to the grocery store, which is a lot closer, and I don't have to deal with a lot more people. Oh, do you I ever Instacart it? No, well, you don't have to put yourself at risk. That's mm-hmm. true. That's true. That's what I do when I need Corona. I just Instacart it because I t- <laughs> I'm too lazy to actually wait in the checkout line. <laughs> you 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 pay the price for it, but it's worth it because yeah. You know, I I just I just uh, decided. I make too much money to be a little bitch about money sometimes. So I signed up for the, the, the actual Instacart express. Mm-hmm. I think in another month I'll get charged at 99 bucks, but COVID's not going anywhere. Um, I don't mind grocery shopping if I can just go to the self check. Yeah. Um, yeah. But when I need beer, I Instacart it because I don't want to wait in line for anything. <laughs> so I always get like an order of like uh 24 pack of Corona, like some kettle cooked chips and some snack Ooh. foods. Yeah. The jalapeno. Yeah. yeah. Hello, yes. The lace jalapeno and the lace yes. vinegar. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the salt and vinegar. I tend to throw Tabasco on it. Oh, my God. That's like my go to. Hell yeah. The salt that's and vinegar, I tend to just walk right by and they fuck that shit. Yes. That means me and the little uppy don't have to share with you. <laughs> never. <laughs> never. Hey, never, ever. Hey, unless, little, unless, little Stash loves the spinner going too, so oh, that's his favorite. I don't yeah, know what's wrong favorite. with you people. <laughs> that's his favorite. He goes, I like this. I like this, Dad. <laughs> Just like a crackhead. <laughs> You're raising your so, children wrong, so all Beard- of you. Beardo, when you get fish and chips, you don't throw on some malt vinegar? No, I do. I just don't like salt and vinegar chips. They're disgusting. No. Where where do you where do you guys get a really good fish and chips at? Because I hate cod fish and chips. Is there any other places you get that's an other fish that's a fish and chips? I don't know of any places around here. Around here, I mean if I really Well if I'm if I'm at Dust Bowl, that's one of the few decent menu items. Um, I just wish I seasoned it better. Um, yeah. Other than that, there's a place by the Vintage Fair Mall in Modesto called London Broil, I think. No, it's just London Fish and Chips. There you go. Thank you. London Fish and Chips. Not great, but it works. The place is like a little <laughs> sticky, if I remember yeah. correctly. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I've always been too scared to go in there. Like, I love fish and chips. It's one it's of my favorite things in the world. It's not too bad in there. But if I had to say, ultimately, 
uh, do yourself a favor. If you found yourself in Boston, Massachusetts, no joke, go to the Cheers bar. Uh, hands down the best fish and chips I've ever had. What That's fish insane. do they use the cod? Or no, do they use fish, man. Mm-hmm. Fish. That matters because because I used to be able to eat fish and chips and be like, oh, this was pretty good, right? But for some reason, I don't know, four years back, like the the cod had this weird reaction um, to my taste buds, and it's fucking disgusting. Before mm. that, I was fine; I can eat it. And then I don't know what it was. It was just like one day to the next. And it was like, oh, my God, this thing tastes fucking nasty. And I thought it was just a bad, bad day or something or several yeah. bad days. Right. I, so I tried it again. I said, OK, no. I said, all right, well, maybe it was just that bad day. I got to try one more time. So I used to eat it and did it again. Nope, that wasn't it either. I said, all right. Then it, something must have happened like a, like how you develop allergies. Something changed. Yeah. Yeah, something yeah. changed. <clears throat> but um, I noticed that there's I've been to like other places that don't use cod. They used halibut. Mm-hmm. And that was like one of the best fish and chips I've had because I like halibut. I, I, I can take the taste of halibut. Just cod, I can't. So, yeah, nasty. When I was when I was in London, we went to a restaurant that you could get fish and chips and like fifteen different kinds of fish. Oh, that's so fucking cool! <clears throat> there are some fish that I'd never even heard of that you could get. Really? Yeah, I mean, I stuck with the standard cod, but it's probably all the same fish. You just renamed it something else. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably made you made you foreigners feel special. <laughs> well, I, th- I think there's an Adam ruins everything on that where you know <laughs> uh, restaurants will do that. They'll, they'll take the same fish, but they'll give it different names to make it you know, sound, sound like it's getting something. <laughs> yeah, that's it's like, beautiful. It's like it's like the, the rotisserie chicken at, at your grocery store, and it's like, hey, why is it so cheap? This is so good. Well, because actually, it, it reached its best by a uh, sale date, and this is how they're getting rid of the chicken. <laughs> so they don't throw yeah, it. It's like mushy too. It's, it's, it's so yeah. old, it's naturally tenderized. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't. I just can't. Yeah. Yeah. So you think you're getting a great deal. A $5 chicken? Hell yeah. Well, yeah, no. Buyer beware. Yeah. Or your vegetable soups at the restaurant. You think, oh, this is great. I'm getting like a $1 vegetable soup appetizer. No, bitch. You're getting, you're getting the vegetables that they just could not sell to you on a plate. So they threw it in a <laughs> pot and boiled it. <laughs> Hey, as long as it tastes good, I'm okay with that. Yeah. It's fine. If it tastes okay and I did not get sick later, we're good. Well, and even, I mean, if it tasted good enough, I'm okay with getting sick later. But it has to be a certain level of good. Uh, it can't oh, just also, be like. Let me tell a story of young Beardo, college age Beardo. <laughs> like freshman aged college student. So, like when Beardo was 19. Oh, super young. Yeah, I, I remember. I was not there for it, but I remember you telling me back when we went to the prestigious university in Modesto. Yep. Uh, you, you had a burrito. You loved it so much you got a second one, and then you mm-hmm. up. <laughs> yep, that's 100% true. From uh, Taqueria Riverbank. 
yep. in Riverbank. <laughs> um, I mean, they have some bomb-ass burritos. Mm-hmm. I think they've since closed the Taqueria Riverbank in Riverbank, and the Taqueria Riverbank in Oakdale is still open. Yes. But, yeah, no, fantastic burritos, and that is 100% true. I remember that day. That was a life-changing day. It is still vivid in my mind today. I must have been, I, I was probably a junior in high school. So this is like 97 or 98. Oh, okay. That was way off. No. Yeah. I remember, I remember being told yeah. the story when we were in college. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Mess you up that Probably bad, when we were doing our um, bowling PE class. I think we were actually on campus that day. I forget what it was, but there was that one semester yep. where we actually had time to meet up like, you know, the the, the yeah. streets of Modesto were the parking lot at that school. And the closer you got <laughs> to the campus, the better you yeah. were. But that's still a neighborhood I wouldn't mind buying into. The houses over there are nice, but. Um, Absolutely beautiful. We're getting wild. Yeah, and then you'd be a hell of a lot closer to me. And then we could have lunch a lot more often. Yeah, the damn weather changes things. Like now it's like, eh, do I really want to be outside? Yeah. And then purple tear happened. Um, I feel like our month mm-hmm. got cold <laughs> until uh, yeah. spring. But mm-hmm. yeah. So before we pivot into football, because our favorite subject this time of year, football, um, we haven't done politics in a while. And um so I'm going to start us off with this and see where it goes for the next 10 minutes or so. Uh, Texas and a whole bunch of other states basically went to the Supreme Court. Uh, let me start over. Texas, I think several other states, plus like 100 and something Republican senators. or Yeah. Cong- yeah. yeah. Um, basically sued to try to get the results of the election overturned and like all the key states that Biden won and it got rejected nine, nothing. And I, I have to be honest. That was the one that kind of worried me a little bit. <laughs> like imagine we had all these victories all along the way and that would be the one that they, they won and that would have been a doozy, but um, thoughts guys. Right. Well, you want to go first? So, yeah, I mean, Theodore, Theodore, you go first, yeah. You're a little bit more... First uh, of all, the first time I heard about that, I mean, that's a scary proposition. When you have, you know, a bunch of different states swing over the results of the election. I mean, this whole thing has been pretty scary. Like, mm-hmm. once Joe Biden won... And all you hear all of the Republicans saying, oh, no, he didn't. Nope, nope, he didn't win. And fraud and all of this, it, it, it's really scary. It, it really highlights how close we have come to not being a democracy. Really close. Like, I believe that the party that is currently in power would do anything to stay in power. And that means getting rid of our democracy. Yeah. This lawsuit. And I think this this lawsuit, yep, proves it. Yeah. So absolutely scary shit. I mean, we need to know we we need to know how to be gracious losers. You know, we have to trust the system 
trust our fellow man and and know that what we have been doing for the last 250 years is what's right. Yeah. Yeah. Someone at some point should just have the balls to sit there and say, hey, Trump, two elections you have lost by combined like 10 million votes. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you're just not wanted. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I also, it's, so like, you know, when, when you go to places like um, Chicago is probably a great, great example. Um, and, and people say, man, Chicago's like ripe with these ethics violation and corrupt. And, and it's, and people are like pissed, right? Because they, they feel like they're being cheated out of the system with this corruption. But at, at the same token, how, how do you know corruption exists, right? And one way is that um, it, it, it's, you know, shine through a light and people see it happening and it's brought through the court systems and they find out and the court systems do their thing and it actually works, right? But on the other hand, I, you, you could say the system is doing its job, right? You know, people say there's a lot of corruption there. Well, well, how do we know there's a lot of corruption? Well, there's always a court case and people are going to jail. Well, then don't you feel like maybe that um, the system it's doing it's it, what it's in, its intention was, and for the first time, it, the the system's doing what its intention was to do, right? Is to apply the law equally and say, do you have standing or not, or or what you're doing is is illegal or not. Um, it, it, it worked, right? And I'm one for all for reform of the system, but for a small little glimpse here of 2020, the system did its, it did its job that it was supposed to do, um, and it did it well, finally, right? Um, and to all those fuckers drinking the Kool-Aid, like you're, you, you just put, you put yourself in a situation to now in, in history, you're going to have to defend that, that you are, um, wanting to get involved in the state's rights, right? And 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 say what you did was wrong because my guy didn't win type of shit, you mm-hmm. know? I'm a sore loser, you know, like, like you were and, saying earlier. And that's what, I mean, that's really what it is, is it's a sore loser. I mean, I know, I hear a lot from people on the right that uh, are always bitching about participation trophies oh everyone gets a trophy now everyone gets a trophy and i mean i think there there is some merit to that argument when you are always told oh you're always going to win you always need to win winning is the only thing that matters when you lose you have to grasp onto every reason that says you didn't lose no matter how fucking crazy that conspiracy is Mm -hmm. you got to grasp onto it and make it your gospel and so i mean yeah i think this president is definitely a product of fucking participation trophies he wants his participation trophy he was in the race he deserved to win so he gets to win right so that that's what's kind of scary. I mean, I, I do believe that there is some of that patient trophy argument. We need to know how to lose and lose greatly. Like, I mean, Hillary Clinton lost in 2016 because of the Electoral College. She didn't sit and throw up 
50 different um, lawsuits to try and change the election results. She called that night and said, hey, congratulations on winning and conceded. So, I mean, in every president prior, every loser prior does the same thing. They concede. And all of a sudden we're not conceding and everyone's cool with it and fine with it. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. that's a scary proposition. I mean, listening to Republican uh, senators and representatives talk right now, they're all for Trump not conceding or leaving his office. 100% for it. And that's absolutely scary. And the other thing that, that's scary is, you know, Trump and his team filing these lawsuits. They're filing them, and quite often they're going up in courts where the judges were appointed by Trump. And so quite often we're relying on Trump-appointed attorney or um, judges. judges to strike these lawsuits down. And that was a scary thought at first. When I started hearing about all of these lawsuits that were being filed, I'm like, oh, fuck, this is going to be bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because Trump has had four years to put in um, in these judges – and now they're deciding the election. And then, even then, if something doesn't go Trump's way, he can appeal it to the Supreme Court, where he's got to put on an unprecedented it, three man. Supreme Court justices. Three out of nine. That's a third of the court. And it's like, yeah. oh, holy fuck. There's no way that this these election results are going to stick. But what's happened in all of those cases... <clears throat> What has happened? I, and I, I think that's the, your biggest proof of how batshit cra- crazy all these lawsuits and everything has been is when those people that you were afraid would do the wrong thing mm-hmm. are doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. It just goes to show just how extremely batshit crazy the behavior has been since the, uh, the election was declared. <clears throat> but on the bright side... We've gotten to see Joe Biden win over and over and over and over again. I think Biden's <laughs> yeah. won Georgia like 20 times now. How great yeah. is that? That's better than like the first day. I, I, I can't drink that many mimosas, but I certainly have tried. Well, the first day was surprising. Every day after then has been like another <laughs> middle finger to <laughs> right. the current president, which yeah. I enjoy. Yeah. I, I think I, he... I, <sighs> I, I I I get the feeling or the sense that it, they were hoping for another um, Bush v. Gore um, situation, you know, because they they I, I they witnessed what what a court uh, could do, right, um, in their favor, and and McConnell's no stupid, um, uh, you know, senator. Uh, he, unfortunately, he's the most disgraceful senator, but he's not the most stupidest. Uh, and that he knows that, uh, you know, courts rule in your favor when you start putting people who, for that, that are approved by the Heritage Foundation, you know, and, and uh, different think tanks like that. And uh, he just lost he they gambled and he lost the bet about it. So mm-hmm. the only the, but the real the true repercussions is still that we still have to deal with those judges for another 30 years, you know, and, and our, of our lifetime, 50 years, you know, in our lifetime. Cause they're going to be around a long time. So, 
That's a step. So, you know, Gorsuch I can live with. <clears throat> I hate how Gorsuch got his seat, but he hasn't been a complete asshat since he's been on the Supreme Court. It's Kavanaugh and then the most recent one that's really good under my skin. Um, oh, oh. Um, what's going to be great, though? Oh, God, I, I wish I could... I'm I'm a thing I might go to try to teach classes is to it's it's the it's the public policy courses in college um, 20 years from now that are going to talk about this in 15 years from now they're going to talk about this moment and and how like are the younger generation that you guys tend to deal with will be sitting in those classrooms going oh yeah I remember being a kid when that was going on and then fully shining a light on it and they're like I didn't know it was that bad and then watching the performance art from these from these uh, um, hearings, right, which there was true performance art of, of I can't really answer that because I really don't know. But I want to be a Supreme Court justice to where like I earned every moment of this. You know, I, I, I was a prep guy and I went here and I went there moment. You know, it's 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 true. Um, uh, the, the shit that you're going to see <laughs> from, from that hit from history from this point, you're going to go, I can't believe we lived through that. <laughs> it's going to be fucking great. Well, I, I hope 100%, I hope you're right. Um, and for that to happen, I mean, Joe Biden's going to have to do one hell of a job as president. I mean, for us to look back and be like, what the fuck were we thinking? Mm-hmm. We're going to have to move pretty far from where we are now um there's gonna have to be widespread condemnation of trump and all of the ideology that he has brought to the forefront there's gonna have to be widespread condemnation of it which means there's gonna have to be a shit ton of people who currently support him and everything he does they're gonna have to rebuke that and and be like no that's totally and completely wrong and I don't know if people have it in them. I don't trust them to do that. No, yeah, no, because like I, I, I like I mentioned, um, America has a very short memory, um, and so as soon as as soon as the next administration begins, and whatever little scandal that tends to pop up, because you know we live in a microcosm of television and in social media, it'll be forgotten, right? But but I think still that we have to always still point it out and go, you know, it's kind of funny that you're saying that when this happened, you didn't say that before, you mm-hmm. know, because it's, it's going to happen a lot. But we got to make sure to point it out still so that the, the you point at the hypocrisy of, of the shit, you know, especially when people like Kayla McEnany and and uh, Stephen Miller, like those guys deserve to be shouted out of restaurants. Those guys deserve to be shouted out of places and, and called out for their shit because they lost. They're a one-term um, unpopular administration that lost bad, like huge, mm-hmm. you know, and they missed the biggest layup in the world of fighting coronavirus and floating into a second term. They betted on everything else, but this one thing that would get them into a second term. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so horribly. I, I, I hope I never see Stephen, Stephen Miller and on, on a Sunday news. Uh, but you know what? Uh, these, these places always surprise us. And I wouldn't be surprised if, if he was some guest panelist on um, 
CNN or MSNBC somehow at some three o'clock hour where he comes on, right? So just mm-hmm. just because they want controversy, and you're like, dude, this guy was a fuck. This guy was like, his intentions were genocide, almost yep. through and through, you know. And so, how do you debate genocide? You know, so you you can sit there and say you want a different perspective, but if you want a different perspective and that's genocide, what what tools do you have to debate it? You know. Yeah. Good point. I don't know, but you're absolutely right. I mean, we are going to see a lot of these people from this administration popping up in in places like CNN where they are like, we want to we want to be non-biased. We want to show that we can look at both sides. And so they'll give credibility to these ass clowns. And I don't know. I know, you know, entertainment, I know. entertainment, gonna, masquerading as news is yeah. gonna, fucking shit up. You're gonna find them popping up on a uh, real time with Bill Maher, probably. Yeah, 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 something like that. Yeah, and it, 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 it reminds me of that commercial. Do you remember when uh, that commercial was out, where the guy was coming out from winter with his jacket on, and everybody was barbecuing, and they were like, "Welcome back," type of shit, you know. <laughs> And he's got his like parka on and his fucking, you know, his winter hat. And he's like wondering what's going on. And he's like, looks bewildered. And they kind of welcome back to like, you know, to spring, you know, like, welcome back, brother. We're on barbecue life again. You know, it's going to be like that. They're going to be on there and be like, you know, tell me, tell me about your days on Trump. You know, like, like, like we, we, we knew, you know, you were only there for like three and a half years you know, what got you fired? And it was like, dude, you only made it three and a half years. Like, seriously, you're going to fucking have this ass hat on, you know, it's mm-hmm. going to be those types of moments where they're going to, they're going to try to fluff it up and be like, tell us, t- tell us where, where you broke away from him on day, on day 395 of th- uh, 400, you know, it's because what did you say? You know, it's going to be shit like that. That's what you're going to mm-hmm. see. That's exactly yeah. what you're going to see. Well, and what else you're going to see is you're going to see a lot of these motherfuckers writing books, trying to distance themselves from Trump, trying to be the one who was trying to talk sense to Trump. And so now they're getting a book deal and and doing all of these publicity tours and they're going to get millions of dollars because they could pretend like they were trying to corral Trump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was the adult in the room, right? Oh mm-hmm. God, I bet you one of the books is. You mean what like, Scaramucci's been doing for like two years? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, yeah, but but he's a he's 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 a grifter too. He 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 rode on the pony and shit. But I uh, my okay. So I say I say we throw bets down on the first book um, for them for that. He's coming out of the administration is like. Um, it, it, it'll be something like um, the only grown up, or or like um, something like um, the adult in the room, or something something stupid, right? <laughs> it's going to be parental in nature, um, or or you know guardian in nature, um, uh, or like how I stood up for my country, type of shit. You know what I mean? Like saviorish. 
We should, we should, okay. So I feel I, like that book next, is going to come from McConnell for some reason. You think so? Okay. Yeah. But, all right. So, okay. So next <laughs> podcast, next podcast, we have to make a bet and write it down what the, what the book title will be um, and see, and see, and see how, how true we are of it. It'll be fun. Fantastic conversation, guys. Um, amazing contributions. Um, part of the reason why I wanted Beardo to be part of the show because mm-hmm. Stash would not have been able to have that conversation with me. Oh, I would. <laughs> so we're going to pivot. Oh, I was going to say we we're going to pivot, So, but we just lost Beardo. Oh, shit. You see, I think he's... Uh, joining us via iPad and it looked like he was tapping the screen and then all of a sudden he was gone. He might have hit the wrong screen. Yeah, he did. All right, so now that he's back, we are going to pivot to our weekly football segment. Um, Before we actually get into picking scores, I have updates because I'm on a fresh page now. So through 13 weeks in first place. Now, mind you, as I say every time I do this update, everyone has a tie. I'm not going to announce it, just make it sound cleaner. Uh, in first place, we have Beardo, who's 36 and 19. Tied for second place is myself and Stash. We're at 34 and 21. Tied for third, we have Dirty Dan and Dodger at 31 and 24. And in last place, <coughs> last few weeks, Mr. Chitwood has uh, picked himself into last. He's at twenty. He's still above five hundred, but he's at twenty nine and twenty six. <laughs> also, um, congratulations to Chitwoods yeah. for um, the, the baby boy has been born. Yeah, have you seen the pictures of the baby? Uh, the one he sent to us in group text. I saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm sure the little ones yeah. on Facebook. I probably just missed it. Um, I don't think they've put him on Facebook at all yet. Actually, yeah, I tell him not to. Don't do it yet. No, it's not worth it. Uh, yeah, advise them not to do it. Just just remain anonymous for as long as you can. Mm-hmm. At some yeah. point, you need the likes and the attention, though. Uh, uh, yeah, And it fades after about three years, so you might want to yeah. get it really what, not mother's yeah, yeah, what I used to do is I used to take my young three-year-old onto the Cal State campus and <laughs> say that his mom died in a car accident, mm-hmm. and I was a single father, and it was awesome for a good three hours of oh he's so cute i'm so sorry boobies <laughs> everywhere it was awesome ah, I, I don't it. know why you would play that card if you're still <laughs> i mean now you can that you're a single man you should play that card absolutely but to do that was you can't benefit from it? it just sounds weird um well <laughs> you know i it was the tension was fun so i i took that much of it so I'm joking, by the way, so everybody knows so I don't get sued or something. <laughs> <laughs> Which one of the 13 people that listen are going to sue you? <laughs> I would sue him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sue you for that child support that you get. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if my lawyer is listening, I am joking. That was a joke. I was being, that was satire. I eat babies. If my lawyer is listening, I think he has the goods. Go after him. Um, <laughs> all jokes aside, so uh, one thing, um, we do not have picks for Dodger yet. So I'm going to allow them as long as he gets them in by 
Sunday at 10 a.m. Pacific time. And he'll do it in group chat so everyone in the group can verify that we're not making stuff up on his behalf. Uh, one thing I do have to say real quick, uh, Stash, you did a fine job hosting last week. You did announce all the teams that did pick to win, but I'm going to guess you were fairly tipsy because you kept announcing the same score, and it was never the right score <laughs> for each game. Um, not <laughs> once did I actually pick a game 17 to 6, <laughs> but you said it twice. I did? Oh, oh yes. um, I think it might have been the last two, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I didn't. I had. I took my glasses off okay. <laughs> when I was writing it out, <laughs> and I and I caught it very late, and I was like, "Should I need to put my glasses back on?" <laughs> because I had to cry. I had to. I had to hurry and cross things out and, and write it back in. But yeah. Anyway. Okay. So we we have five games this week. And there's only three of us. This is going to go fast. Um, so the first one is... We'll go fast. Uh, Colts at Raiders. Um, this would be Chitwood's game. Chitwood has the Colts winning 28-17. And Dirty Dan, not much different. He has Colts winning 27-24. Uh, how about you, Stash? I got 23-17 Raiders. 23 uh, 17 yeah, I didn't. I, I I was really surprised on the Raiders how they played last week. I thought they were it's going to be a little bit more of a blowout for them. However, I think that something is going to wake up inside of them, and it's going to be a. a it was still a it was still a great game last week, by the way. But I I still have twenty three seventeen on the Raiders. I'm going Raiders all the way in this. One. I I feel like we saw this play out last year, where the Raiders were above five hundred. Mm-hmm. They were in a position where they had a wild card spot, yeah. a weak schedule, and they controlled their own destiny. And last year, um, they shit the bed. Yeah. And I feel like this year they're really mm-hmm. trying to shit the bed again. Yeah. Um, great call. Um, uh, Chitwood, you'll be, I know you're listening. Uh, Chitwood did say what was going to happen happened. <laughs> that the Raider, I think most of you actually picked Raiders. They need to come from behind. So you're all right in that aspect. Chitwood actually said, like, this specific player, he's going to score the winning touchdown, which I think was Ruggs. But um, yeah. unfortunately for the Raiders, they are not playing the Jets. Um, they're not playing the Falcons. They're actually playing a playoff caliber team. But I still think it's close. I'm going to go Indianapolis 24, Raiders 21. Uh, Beardo, what do you got? Um, I... I kind of want to pick the Raiders on this one. I don't like the Raiders, but I feel like this is going to be a close game. Um, I don't think these teams are that unevenly matched. I think they're pretty close. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Colts are eight and four. Is that right? Yeah. And the Raiders are seven and five. Correct. So I don't know. I, I'm going to pick the Colts mostly because I hate the Raiders so much. Uh, but it, it's going to be close. I think we're going to go um, 28-24 Raider, or, uh, Colts. 28-24. All right. <clears throat> Our next game, we have the Saints at Eagles. Um, this would be Dodgers' place to start, but he didn't provide us a score yet. So I will just – Go ahead with Does it. Does that mean we get to pick for him? No. 
He still picks for himself. We should get to pick for him. Oh, you're no fun. Uh, we could we couldn't do much worse for him than he's done for himself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say I, I say the Saints. They they've been winning. They're not yeah. that inspiring with Taysom Hill as quarterback, but they're winning. But I say the Saints win 24-17. What do you think, Stash? I'm I'm I think I'm on that boat as well. I think it's not going to be a high-scoring game. So I'm I'm a very low I'm 28-17 area too as well. Um, it, I don't think it's going to be a very a very exciting game though either. So no. I'd say don't waste your time. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, Beardo. See, I disagree completely. I say the Eagles completely shit the bed on this week. They've pretty much given up, and so Saints are going to win. Let's go. 42 to 14. Wow. Okay. Uh, but, but wait, 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 wait. Before you go on, we do get to see Jalen Hurts this week. Is he coming out? Right. Yep. Isn't he we, the we starter will. now? He, he is a starter for this week. So that could be exciting. And I'm a huge Alabama fan. So it would be great to see an Alabama quarterback actually succeed in the NFL. Yeah, I think we're going to see why he hasn't started yet. <laughs> I think, yeah. <laughs> no offense. I, Alabama produces good players in certain aspects, not generally quarterbacks, and that's for a reason. Um, <laughs> Dirty Dan has Saints at 31-17, and Chitwood has Saints at 33-13, so we all agree the Eagles are trash. Okay, <laughs> you're on the spot, Stash. You have <laughs> this is gonna be craptastic. Uh, we have Falcons at Chargers. Uh, you know, I just don't know what to say. 21 20, same thing. <laughs> Chargers, some miracle. I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt. Okay, I'm gonna be honest with you. I have Atlanta. Winning twenty to twenty one. Yeah, I yeah, I'm I, I you I'm in the group text in the I was home working, you know, my my shift, so I I was crying on the group text because it was horrible. But I didn't feel so bad after, you know, our group text of like how the Steelers did and stuff, but still like what the heck? You know what I mean? It's my local TV, like I can't get any other fucking channel. To play anything else, so what do I do? I gotta watch my team look like shit. So <laughs> Yeah. Uh, see Dirty Dan has the Chargers also winning 21-20. Shitwood has Atlanta 23-17. So we're two and two. Beardo, what do you think? I don't know. I mean they did lose pretty bad. I mean, I really like the Chargers uniforms, and I really want to pick them. But it feels like a boneheaded move. Ugh, gross. Uh, We'll pick the Falcons, um, and we'll go 28-14 Falcons. I'm going to keep it with you, Beardo. Uh, Washington football team at the Arizona 49ers. (laughs) <laughs> yeah um well i mean 
I don't know. The 49ers are disappointing this year. But I think I think we've got enough in the tank to beat the Washington football team. I mean, they don't even have a fucking mascot. So they can't try that hard. So 49ers. I'm going to pick the 49ers. Uh, we'll go 35-17. Um, they'll make us believe for one more week that they could be a legitimate playoff team, <laughs> even though they're not quite there. Right. Um, I'm also going to go with the 49ers. Uh, I, I do know the football team did just beat the Steelers. And the football team does have like a legit front seven. But I, I think Shanahan and his offense, despite how many people are injured, is crafty enough to find it just enough to win this one. So I'm going to say the Niners win 17-14. And okay. Chitwood has the Washington football team winning 16-14. And Dirty Dan has Niners winning 20-17. to So, Stash, what do you think? I'm going to go with Dan on this one. I just hope that it's just maybe an okay game. <laughs> If it shows up on TV over here, 2017 as well with Daniel. uh, Niners? Yeah, Niners. Sorry, Niners. Okay, last and not least, we have the Monday night football game. It starts at like 5 p.m. our time, which is perfect because I'm in training until 6.15. So I guess he's going to be an hour behind next week on Monday. We have Baltimore and Cleveland. And Baltimore has not looked the same. Uh, Cleveland's on the uptick. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll just be honest. I'm, I'm going to go – I'm going to continue with the reverse jinx. I think overall, like in our big pick that we did, I, I have the Browns – I think I had the Browns winning this week. Did I? Yes, I did. Um, I'm going to keep with the reverse jinx. And I'm going to say the Ravens win 20 to 6. And the reason why I picked such a low score for the Browns last week and this week is um, we're in week 14. There's been one thing that's been evidently clear in all the Browns games. Anytime they score more than seven, they win. (laughs) Anytime they score seven or less, all three times, they've lost. So I'm I'm never going to pick them to lose, but still score 20 points because. There's enough daddy here to show that they're not capable of doing that. So, <laughs> so I'm not going to do that. I'm going to say Baltimore 20 to six, although full disclosure, I'm going reverse jinx. Truly, honestly, I think the Browns won this game. Um, I will move on to you, Stash. What do you think? I think um, surprisingly the Browns uptick has given me a little bit of energy and I, and I like to see it because you know, since since we've gone to our first football game together, I tend to watch the Browns' movements as well uh, because, you know, you're my friend. Um, I, I like what I see, and, and they're tough. They're fucking gritty. So you got to give it to them. But I get your reverse jinx. I, I may go shitwood on this uh, 28-24 Browns. They're going to eke it out, but there's going to be a hard, hard uh, one, and they're going to earn it, and, and they're going to earn it rightfully. So we're going to play some fucking football. It, it's going to be tough because not only is it primetime, divisional mm-hmm. game, uh, the Ravens are playing desperate. I mean, they, yeah. they can't afford to lose again. So they're going to be – not that they want to oh, give wow. it their all anyway, but there's something about playing a team that's on the ropes. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And funny enough, I, I'm saying this and it's true. I know it's week 14, but the Browns can actually clinch a playoff spot if they win this week. Take a moment to absorb that knowledge as you make your pick, Beardo. That means they're going to lose. <laughs> then they will Every just clinch. Week. Then they'll just clinch next week in that Sunday night game against the Giants. <laughs> no, because they'll lose to the Giants also. And then whatever weird thing has to happen for the Browns to just barely miss the playoffs, that's going to happen too. So that's my prediction now. Cool. Okay, so Baltimore, what's the score here? <laughs> no, I'm picking the Browns. <laughs> Browns are going to win. Um, and we're going to go with a 32-21 to 21 win. That'd be a fun game. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, like Stash had mentioned, Chitwood also picked Cleveland winning 28-24. And Dirty Dan has Baltimore winning 24-20. So that wraps that up for this week. We are in the home stretch, which means in a few weeks we can announce who won the major pick'em. I think I'm gonna have to go through and make. I am gonna have to go through and double check everything. But as far as I have right now, Dirty Dan's actually winning. Could happen to a nicer guy if he holds on to win. <laughs> we'll just make sure we get his Venmo, so we can all Venmo him our twenty bucks. Stash it with sixty for you. Just saying. So you know. Yeah. Um, okay. Buy some good weed with that money. Uh. <laughs> working, working so much overtime. I don't care. Right it's like it's like what you said. You make so much, you're just like, don't bitch about it. You know. So. Right. Mm-hmm. Except for when your employer pays you early. And <laughs> so I, I moved into the world of two paychecks a month. And um, when I got hired, I asked, when do those paychecks come? Thinking it was the end of the month because, you know, I, I, I come from the school system. So I, I was used to that one paycheck. And they said, oh, 15th and 30th, but usually get your money the 14th and 29th. I was like, hey, whatever. Two paychecks is better than one. Um, thinking it didn't matter, but it turns out more paychecks are better. Um, <laughs> but because of the holiday, like last month, we got paid like the 23rd instead of like the 29th or whatever yeah Yeah. so i've had like this extra five days in between like it's it's been a bitch because it was the one paycheck that fell where all the bills were so (laughs) they keep transferring money for savings (laughs) i have a giant iou for my savings account (laughs) (laughs) so i already owe like most of my next paycheck but anywho um i just want to say thank you to everyone who keeps listening to us we actually had a bunch of listens in the last week that's awesome thank you for that guys and gals um also my personal thanks to the upping and stash crew who did a awesome show last week i enjoyed listening to it as i edited you guys kicked ass stash you did a phenomenal job uh hosting pat yourself on the back <laughs> and as much as i love Everyone on the show it was kind of nice. So I had three people <laughs> much easier to manage the conversation. So I uh, appreciate you guys. Thank you for being here on this rainy Friday night. And until next time, Beardo, Stash and I, we wish you all a good afternoon, a good evening and good night.
Now the shit's about to kick off, this party looks wet Let's take it back to straight hip-hop and start it from scratch I'm about to bloody this jack up, everybody get back That's why my pin needs a pad, cause my rhyme's on the red tag It's like I did with addiction, I'm about to pick it Like a magician, critics I turn to pick it Got them still on the fence, whether to pick it But quick to get impaled when I tell them pick it So sick from looking pale, oh that's my pick it About to go ahead, got this shout out to pick it Let's bring it back to that vintage slim bitch Dressed, ain't it? Khakis pressed, Nike shoes, crispy and fresh lace. So I guess it ain't that at the shape of cologne that made him just faint. Plus, I showed up with a coat, fresh and in wet paint. So if love is a chess game, checkmate. But girl, your body's banging, jump me in, bang, bang, bang. Yes, sir, Bob, I was thinking the same thing. So come get on this kid's rock, Bob with the Bob, dang, dang. Pow, 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 At least I know that I don't know. Question is, are you both so smart enough to feel stupid? Hope so. Now hope. Kick shoes off. Let your head out. This styrofoam, all I know is I fell asleep Then woke up in that Monte Carlo With the ugly Kardashian, Lamar Oh, sorry, yo, we done both set the bar low Far as hard, drugs are, though that's the past But I done get enough coding and not future in it tomorrow And girl, I ain't got no money to borrow But I am trying to find a way to get you alone Oh, no! Oh! Marshall Mathers, get out of the body now Get the bar so blathered Kangos and car, heartless cargos Girl, you're fixing to get your heart broke Don't be absurd, man, you bird brain baby I ain't called anybody baby since Birdman Unless you're a swallow <laughs> Word, Rick, word, man, you heard But don't be discouraged, girl, this is your jam Unless you got told jack Take shoes off, let your head out And all night long Pull your beard out, just weird out And all night long We gotta rock this house until we knock it down So turn up all you loud Cause it's been to the end Until we knock it down, so turn the volume loud Cause it's been to the A's Break the pace of like crazy And let yourself go, let yourself go I say fuck it, before we kick the bucket Why's too short to not